Chapter 28 Okay, children, hurry in now, quick as you can. Silverbell's mother opened the door to their squashed apartment and herded the children inside. Ice cream, ice cream, who wants ice cream? Silverbell's father was singing in the strangest way, as he danced even more strangely, over to a small isomatic that they kept next to their bed, and pulled out two pints of ice cream. You'll have to share, but sharing is good. Don't worry about bowls, here are spoons, eat up. Enjoy, go ahead then. His eyes were big and his hands were shaking as he handed the children the pints and the spoons. And Silverbell was wondering if this was something that parents normally did, for it had been some time since she had had them around. All right, said Silverbell's father, looking at his wife, frazzled. All right, said Silverbell's mother, looking at her husband, frantic. Are you okay? Silverbell felt a chill in her hands from the pint of ice cream and a chill in her bones from the atmosphere. What? Yes, we're fine. Eat your ice cream, said her father, patting her on the head as if she were a dog and not a child. Darling, said Silverbell's father to Silverbell's mother. Yes, darling, said Silverbell's mother to Silverbell's father. They were like robots who had gotten their wires crossed and were on the edge of an electrical meltdown. May I speak with you in the hall? asked Silverbell's father. Yes, you may, darling, answered Silverbell's mother. We'll be right back, children. Silverbell's father was still trying to smile, but doing it very poorly. Enjoy the ice cream. If you eat it all, we'll get more, so don't worry about that. <laughs> okay, be right back. <laughs> be right back, assured Silverbell's mother. And together, the two skittered out of the room and into the hall like bats escaping a cave. Silence fell over the small living quarters again, and for a long moment, the quartet didn't say a word. Poem raised an eyebrow. Tico looked between them all, and Louis popped open the top of the ice cream pint. It was vanilla, apparently. Silverbell Smith, however, did nothing at all. All right. Poem finally said, setting down the spoon that had been given to her and breaking the deafening silence. That was odd. What? Silverbell defended them poorly. No, that wasn't odd. She lied. It was odd. It was very odd indeed. It has been odd since we arrived, but this last little show with the running and the ice cream and the... She imitated their strange jumping and shaking about. That was odd. Yeah, I guess it was kind of odd. Tico had to agree. Kind of really odd, actually. He seemed to hate to admit it. Maybe they just had to use the restroom? Louis offered up, always trying to be the peacemaker. When you gotta go, you gotta go, you know. He smiled, but his expression didn't even fool himself. Together? Poem said skeptically. It wasn't odd. Silverbell interjected. I promise it wasn't odd. But Poem Alirica was not about to let her off so easily. You're smarter than that, Silverbell Smith. Poem accused. But Silverbell had not a moment to respond to such slander before the door opened and Silverbell's parents returned. Sorry about that, children. Wolfie entered with Constanza at his back looking less frantic, but instead, heartbroken. I hope you'll forgive our... Constanza then began. Oddness? Poem suggested pointedly. Of course. Silverbell forgave them wholeheartedly. It wasn't odd at all. She assured them, flashing a look to Poem, who was eyeing both Silverbell and her parents skeptically. Tico. Silverbell's father said with a gentle tone of voice, as he sat the boy down in one of the chairs. You seem very wonderful. And kind, added Silverbell's mother. Thank you. Tico accepted graciously. And smart. Wolfie piled on another compliment. And generally a really good and loyal friend. Constanza seemed to mean what she was saying. I try to be. Tico smiled, though he was definitely picking up on the continued oddness. But... Said Silverbell's father. But... Said Silverbell's mother. But... Said Tico, wanting to feel included. 
You're, You're not, not supposed, supposed to, to be, be here. here, they said with downcast, miserable, regretful, and plainly devastated tones. No, I'm supposed to be at boarding school, Tico confirmed, not quite understanding why they were so upset about it. But it's okay. Nobody's noticed yet that I'm gone, he assured them. Or maybe they have. I haven't been there in a while, so I really don't know. No, Tico. Constanza interrupted him softly before he went off on a full-blown Tico tangent. You're not supposed to be here in the pit, she clarified, kneeling down next to the boy maternally. Oh. Tico wilted just a tad. I'm not? No. Wolfie told him, kneeling down next to the boy paternally. This is a... Constanza puttered about for a word, clearly uncomfortable. Secret place. Meant only to hide music makers. Oh. Tico wilted further. I'm not a music maker. Yes. No, you're not. Constanza reminded him regrettably. That's why you're not supposed to be here. If it was up to us, you would be able to stay here forever. Silverbell's father clarified quickly. I mean, you came with our long-lost daughter. We can only imagine the ways in which you helped her. Silverbell's mother added. They paused and looked at each other and looked at the boy and then hugged him so tightly that Silverbell thought he was going to be squished to death. But it's not up to us, Silverbell's father said, dropping out of the hug. It's up to the music makers as a whole. Silverbell's mother let go of the boy as well. And as a whole, they said that non-music makers aren't allowed in the pit. Wolfie's face dropped away from Tico as he spoke, not able to look the boy in the eye. Oh. Tico wilted that much more. I'm a little confused, he said innocently looking between his friends. Do you want me to leave? No, Silverbell interjected quickly. No, right? She faced down her parents desperately. That couldn't be what they meant. No, we don't want you to leave, her mother assured him. Not at all. You're our daughter's friend. Her father offered him in kind. And that makes you our friend, her mother added in a rambling tone. But you do have to leave, her father added abashedly. If they find you here, the other music makers, they could put you on trial and put you in prison and... Oh, you have a prison. Poem interjected sharply. It's in the basement, next to the swimming pool. Constanza explained, clearly not hearing how ridiculous that sounded. Of course. Poem scoffed sarcastically. Look, we don't want anything to happen to him. Wolfie responded, his awkward embarrassment suddenly morphing into a prickly defense. The music makers are a frightened people, and they consider every outsider a threat. And we know that's wrong, Constanza told them with conviction. But not all the other music makers do, Wolfie explained. We want to help you, Tikotaki. Just like you helped our daughter. Constanza looked to Silverbell lovingly, though Silverbell suddenly found it less comforting than she would have moments ago. And there it is. Poem blurted out with no attempt to hide the venom seething inside her. I'm sorry? Silverbell's mother looked up, shocked and shamed by the girl's tone. I said, there it is. Poem repeated herself without fear. The true nature of you people. She sneered at them. Excuse me? Poem, is it? I don't like your tone. Her father told the girl respectfully, but Poem did not seem to care. If you'll recall, this young man helped Silverbell find the music makers. Now you're telling him he's not welcome here. After all he's risked. Poem was growing feistier with each word. Do you know how many laws he's broken? How much danger he's going to be in out there in the real world? Don't you know all that he did just to save your daughter, just to meet you? She was positively outraged, 
but never without being perfectly poised. Poem, it's... it's fine. Tico's words were anxious and frantic and anything but fine, as he sat stock still in the chair. You're really going to just do this again, to someone else? Poem blocked Tico's way as she stared down Silverbell's parents. Someone else? Her mother asked with genuine bewilderment. Do you have any idea who I am? Poem interrogated them incredulously. The two adults looked between each other hopelessly, and then shook their heads. Well, you might not know who I am, but I'd bet you knew who my mother was. Again, they blinked at her uselessly. Cadence a Lyrica. At the name, Silverbell's mother let out the smallest of gasps. We knew her, Silverbell's mother confirmed, not making eye contact with the girl. Uh, but we never learned what happened to her. Not after she went off and married that poet. If you would care to know, my wonderful mother was taken by the government. And if you would care to know, my brilliant father has been driven mad because he's been led to believe the woman he loved never existed. And if you would care to know, I am quite appalled at your disregard for anyone's well-being but your own. Every word was a song, a poem, a curse, perfectly constructed to cut. Oh, poem, that is all horrible, Constanza agreed, looking utterly ashamed. But the music makers did say that you and your mother could go into hiding. Me and my mother were not my family. Poem would have been yelling if she were a different sort of person, but she was calm, her convictions speaking loudly enough. Poem, stop, Silverbell said, jumping in. No, wait, Silverbell, stop. Everyone, stop. Tico shuddered at the chaos unfolding around him and because of him. I'll just go. I got to see it. I got to know I was right. It's okay if I have to leave. I don't want to cause any problems. He rose to his feet quickly, forgetting the pint of ice cream on his knee and accidentally knocking it to the ground. Oh, sorry, I'll, I'll just... Tico looked around for a towel or a cloth or a tissue, but saw nothing. I'll just go. No, wait! Silverbell reached out for him. You can't just leave. I think I have to. He whispered nervously to Silverbell, flashing a look to her parents at her back. But he worked so hard to get here. Silverbell faced them too and saw only two faces, immovable in their resolve. I couldn't have done this without him. He knows everything about the music makers and about the instruments. It was his lifelong dream to see this place. He put himself in unbelievable danger to get us all here. She lectured them. You can't just ask him to leave. Don't worry, Silverbell. Her father told her gently as he reached out and grasped her hand lovingly. He won't remember what he's missing. Silverbell's stomach sank into a pit so deep inside her. She thought she was going to retch, and from the pale expression on Tico's face, he wasn't feeling too great either. I'm sure that makes him feel much better. Poem groaned sarcastically. Come on, Tico. Let's go and forget this place together. Poem, Silverbell said, looking to her desperately. You don't know what's out there. There could be guards outside the theater, and Mr. Bordred is at your house. But Poem brushed her off with a wave of her hand. Poem, you don't have to leave. Constanza said, now rising too, leaving Louis as the only lonesome person still sitting. I do, though, she replied with a detached coldness. I've spent a year trying to bring the music makers back so they might save the world, but it's clear no one here has the decency to do any such thing. Her anger seemed to simmer down into disappointment and grief, and it was somehow worse for Silverbell to watch than any screaming match. Any and all are welcome to accompany me. With her dignified force, Poem pushed open the door and held it ajar in anticipation. Tico moved behind her and into the hallway, but turned his head to look back at Silverbell and Louis once more, a woefulness on his usually jovial face that was utterly, 
heartbreaking. Louis? Poem called his name with expectation. I... Louis looked to Poem, and then to Tico, and then to Silverbell. I don't... He stuttered and stammered and shook. Silverbell? He said her name desperately, longing to be told what to do. What? She responded, not sure what was being asked of her. Are you coming? Poem asked from the hallway. What? Silverbell said in shock. Wasn't the answer obvious? It seemed like it should be, but all of a sudden, she wasn't certain. You can't ask me to leave now, she told Poem and Tico, who were staring at her intently. Not after I've just found everything I was missing. Of course we can't. Tico was perfectly understanding, though he couldn't look her in the eye. No, but they can ask us to leave. Poem reminded them. We'll have to walk you out, Wolfie told them, his head hanging low. All the doors are locked, and you need a special music maker key to get in or out. Of course you do. Poem groaned. Another rule, another trick, another riddle. It had all worn thin on this girl who had weathered so much. Right this way. Constanza stepped into the hall. We can send you out the basement entrance so you won't be seen. I should hate to be seen. Poem managed another quip before the doors shut behind them. And thus there stood Silverbell Smith and Louis Barimbe in the apartment 2B, safe and alone.